Conchinche family. How you doing? How you doing? You already know. It's your girl, Scylla, back with another episode. I know. I've been slacking. You know, I got a lot going on, okay? I got a lot going on. Um, It was spring break this week. All the kids, my boyfriend's kids, my kid. Everybody was just here, so not a lot for me to, you know, just sit down and do bonchincha stuff, although I want to, I can't, but it's okay, because we here, and we here, and we here, and we here. Bonchincha Friday is back, and I'm so glad you guys are here to join me in this episode. We are getting into the nitty gritty, nitty gritty of moms and kind of like going into the deeper details of what it's like to be a single mom, a working mom, a mom who works and is at home, a stepmom, a mom that's dating, a mom in a relationship. We are getting into all that today. So I hope you guys like it. And if you guys want to answer any of the questions that are asked on the episode, you already know where to go. Either my website, which the link is in the bio on the IG, or DM on Bonchinche Podcast Instagram. And of course, I always get back to you guys. So definitely do that because I want to hear y'all answers. I want to hear y'all opinions and stuff. I want to hear how if you guys are moms um how do you guys get through certain things and how do you guys see certain things so definitely tap in on that I definitely want to hear what you guys feel and 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 think about the episode I love hearing from you guys if you didn't know that by now I do I truly do but nonetheless let's get into this episode of course I had to bring my safe chat girl, Nay back. Let's just, what's up? Hello. Hi. Hey, girl. What is going on? I just had a mom nightmare. What? I just had a mom nightmare. Like, uh, <laughs> a, a what the fuck mom moment. <laughs> How many of those do we have a day? I've been dying. Yo, I was just dying to have on, like. Girl, right, we here. We here. We ready to talk. Bonchinche style. <laughs> wow. Thank you for having me back. Um, of course. Duh. Who else to talk to? Who else? Too much good vibes here. Good vibes. Good Love vibes. Good vibes. So today we're getting into deeper um conversation about motherhood, I guess mommies mom guilt mom everything everything mom i've been waiting for this since you mentioned the topic girl i think it's very important to address these things because there's a lot of moms out there who don't feel that they can talk freely about certain things and then they get judged if they do we hear (laughs) we hear this is a whole other hood I've never been in before. Then I'm like, 
kicks my ass sometimes. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it, it 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 catches you sometimes like uh should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I? It, it it's a lot. It's a lot. It comes and sometimes it's like what do I do? Like holy fuck. Yep. I don't think anybody has all the questions, all the answers. Somebody's abuela, but wow. I know I don't got all the questions. I don't got all the answers. Just right now, I wrote down. I washed my daughter's hair. It's so long, and I'm looking at her like, "Yo, something's different." And I come here, and I tilted mm-hmm. her head back. Why is there a chunk of my child's hair missing? I said, "What the fuck?" I said, "As me." You cut your hair. She was what? like, yeah, mom. She said, look, it's so pretty. I was, I broke down. She said, yeah. She told me, she said, yeah. And she ah. went right into her playroom and she brought me the scissor and she brought me the little piece of hair. Oh, was it a lot? I, Priscilla, it's uh, the front chunk of her baby hair. And she has like very long, like thick baby hair. And I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a little bald spot. Yo, I did ask her to wait on. I, I, you see, and it, it, it's as a mother, I would have broke down too. But as a girl, <laughs> I shaved my eyebrows with my mom's like razor in the shower. Like, I would have died. <laughs> I would have just laid there and died. I cut it because I was growing a unibrow and at that I mean I was in middle school so that's where like that was coming from like everybody's getting their eyebrows done all these girls around me I wanted to you know fit in I'm over here growing a unibrow uh uh-uh. uh kids is evil they be making yes, fun of people are. like I have the Helga Pataki unibrow my mom let me do that shit at 12 years old like I was like really like really I'm just gonna shave it then like fuck it and I had to get bangs like the next day, like, and my mom tried to fill it with eyebrow pencil. But I mean, it was her fault. Just take me to the Janchinas, like. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I mean, my mom is. I called. She's like, you know, every kid they go through that phase. I uh-huh. mean, she just turned four. Yeah. On the thirtieth of March, like, if this is if this is welcome to four, I can imagine yeah. this year is going to be. Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah. I mean, the girl went to the park in heels i mean oh jesus she's you she's with that? all of it she's with all of it <laughs> and her purse that day um excuse me you couldn't tell her nothing that day right that is a princess sass right so, there and i tell her i say ask me you're too much she says mom i'm a whole lot mom. see she already know that's good she already know like, okay she wants she to wear knows. those princess heels everywhere if we go to walmart to school like we gotta I mean, do didn't we all didn't we all though we said we did i mean that's good though that's a good thing that she wants to be like that you know that's good well that's that's being the mom of a girl right there. <laughs> princess heals every day <laughs> <laughs> because I die. oh my god I know I have a boy, so it's not as fun. Like, I wanted a boy. Dressing up, like, don't get me wrong, like, activity-wise, like, outside, I keep crazy, like, but to get dressed up, <laughs> I would rather dress up a girl. I'd rather, but it's okay. It's okay. so much fun. I asked for him, <laughs> literally. 
I was like, uh, God, can I get a boy with dimples that looks like and me? Thought you with dimples. Yeah, I did. I really did. So I'm cool. I'm good. I'm a little in denial. I say she resembles me and she looks like me. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's me trying to convince myself because other, yeah. other than my eyes, homegirl is her. It's her fault. You never know. She She's only four. And I'm starting to see it now, some things of my son that, like, I see it like his father. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. It's still beautiful. Slow bird. down. Slow down there. Don't be changing all of me. Now, come on. Let's let's keep the let's keep majority of me. Um, but no, I think you know she'll she'll grow and and you'll never know. You never know what they're gonna look like. Then he she she gonna probably look like you. Yeah. All right, with the green eyes and <laughs> thick curly hair. <laughs> uh, and and if she gets your height too. Well, oh, we're yeah. both tall. Her yeah, her DAD is oh so that's good then. That's a good trait to have. Shit, I wish. I know how hard it is to go in the in the supermarket as a short person. Tito. Oh my god! Today, That's what I they was... have the grabbers for. Those like little. Oh, they didn't have grabbers in the supermarket. I was like, um, "Can you help me, please, get that? Y'all need to move that." <laughs> I've been here for two days straight to get that, and you need to move it and put it to a normal person where it's height. accessible. Like, cause up there, well, who's going up there? Horrible, horrible. But um, that brings me into my first question. Talk about ourselves a little bit. Um, what do you consider your love language? With with my daughter, or in general. Well, with yourself, because we're also, t- we're talking about mommies today, but we're also getting into what it's like to be a single mom, what it's like to be a working mom. All we're getting into the nitty gritty. We're, we're, we're talking about our kids for sure, but we're really getting into being a mom and what else is that besides just our children? What else comes with that? What else we have to go through okay. uh, daily? Well, if we're getting into our love languages, I feel like my love language has altered the last mm. two years with everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say my love language now is words of affirmation. Yes. Because I went from hearing it from someone for so long and I'm like, oh, okay, so that wasn't necessarily my love language at first. Mm-hmm. That now that's become my love language. And there's times where I just sit there and I tell myself, like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, even if I don't believe it at the time or I'm not feeling it, mm-hmm. I tell myself, like, you're confident, you're beautiful, like, you're strong, you're resilient. So I would definitely say we're definitely giving words of affirmation. That's my that's my love language right now. Yeah. I agree. I think mine is act- also actions. Um, I'm more of a, I need to see it. It's nice to hear it, but I need to see that shit in front of me, like, happening, you know? Everybody tells you words that you want to hear, or they think you want to hear, or you think you want to hear. But when you actually see that, those words being applied towards you physically, it, it brings you a whole nother feeling. Absolutely. A whole nother feeling. You feel special. You feel... 
wanted, needed, uh, appreciated. That's the biggest thing, you know? Rewarding. Burning. Uh, it's, it's learning towards your actions. Like, your words need to match your actions. Your actions need to match your words. Like, that's it. That's my love language. Has to. I think so many people put me down in my past with their words that they told me something good that I wanted to hear, but then in the end, their actions was 100% not what they said. Relatable. Yeah, you know, like that that puts the lead down. And then you, you grow up to to feel like, all right, well, you're just telling me this. like, And also the words they tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, those people, they can just leave your life up and leave. Yeah. Those, those words from them can just stop. But the and you know, and they don't have to act on them anymore. And if they don't keep their word on the words they've given you, so it's like mm-hmm. the word you give yourself, your car, you know, you'll always carry that out. Yeah, you know that you'll. Well, I would hope that the person, because I know I will. And same way you said, like, will act on it. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, the rewarding part of it comes in. Yeah, that's the best reward is, is seeing it in front of you, not only hearing that shit. Very good. That was good. Ooh. I want to start saying affirmations more uh, spiritually. If anybody heard uh, the last episode, I had Stacy, high school classmate, friend, um, talking more about that. Um, I feel like it's important. Affirmations, positive affirmations, reading something, seeing, seeing words that is not coming from somebody. It's just something that you need to understand and apply you know what I mean yep I think that's that's a great great way to get through the day reading something positive and just going with it but next one is what do you love most about yourself right now because I have a personally just in general I, I there's always something that you love about yourself and then there's always something that you don't like about yourself so, so Let's focus on what do you love most about yourself right now? What I love most about myself right now, I haven't given up. Mm. I have not. Yes. Because there's times where I'm like, what, like I can't. Like, I'm, I have to give up because I don't know how I'm going to do what I give up. Yes. And I just, I keep proving myself wrong. Like, yo, you got this. Stop questioning yourself. I have not given up. Yes. That's because amazing. before before I would have, I would have just given mm-hmm. up like now. And when I moved out here, it's been a, a little over a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. I promised myself, like, I don't want to go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's going to be difficult because, you know, that's it takes a village and my village is out there. Yeah. And there's times where I'm like, yo, I want to just pack up and go back to New York. Yeah. You know, and. I haven't, and it's been so rewarding, and it pays off. And mm-hmm. when I see, like, the, it's just a better environment. And then when I hear about the shit that goes on back home, oh my god, I'm like, I'm so glad that I I left to raise her in a better environment. Yes, yep. I lived in Florida. I lived yeah, in yeah, Florida right. for a year, um, but I came back because I got into a car accident with, uh, and I got hit by a bus. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Horrible. And my son was in the backseat. Oh my God. Where's I have PTSD till this day? Thank you. I like literally mentally I'm screwed. Like I'm screwed. Um 
But a lot of bad things happened to me out there, and I think that's why I came back. But I don't, I didn't want to come back. I, I had the same mentality as you. I was a single mom trying to make it better. I had a house, an actual house. I had a backyard. I had a driveway. I, I had the things that I wanted in my life. Um, but when you're doing it by yourself and completely nobody, like even the person you thought was going to help you yep. doesn't help you. Um, and then something like getting into a car accident, uh, it, it changes, it changes you. Um, I don't regret coming back because I got to spend that year with my grandma who passed away in August. So was I was able to be to here. With it. it was meant for you to yeah, spend Yeah, I, I, I was asking God for a sign. I was asking God for a sign. And that was the sign. Unfortunately, it came into me getting into a car accident. But I took that as a bitch run. Just leave and run and don't look back. Just don't. Um, so I didn't. Uh, in the future, I would love to move back to Florida. I miss the openness and the freedom and, and for not only me, but my child, but yeah, New York is fucking crazy. And I, 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 I literally can't. So I get, I get where you're coming from. Don't come back, come back to visit. Don't come back to come back. I have not even gone back to visit. Yeah. Like I, other than like, cause my grandma's out there. My grandma's really sick. She's not doing well. Mm -hmm. I want to go see her. And I'm like, I just don't want to go back to New York. Yeah, I know that I have to because I want to go for something, but it's like there's nothing out there. Yeah, but you know, do it because you don't want to not see your grandmother. Yeah, I'm definitely um, gonna definitely gonna try to head out there. But just know you got a a, house, a home back in Florida. You got you, what you're building over there. Uh, you got your apartment. You got your car. You got your. You know what I mean? Like your daughter has friends. Um, think about that. Don't ever think about like, oh, but what, what? Oh, but I really want to come back to New York. No, don't think that. Think about what you got out there, cause it's hard out here. Yeah. It is hard out here. New York is not easy to live. It's not Florida either. I feel like you, you gotta kind of pick your struggle. You're gonna live in New York where it's hard, and you're gonna struggle a little bit, or you're gonna pick it, pick it out here where it's a little hard, and you're gonna struggle a little bit. But you just, it's a better. Like again, better environment, better scenery, mm -hmm. better weather. Yeah. Okay. But I think what I love most about myself um, right now is my growth. Um, me doing a doing a lot of growing since my grandma passed away. Um, I've said it already. I've said it multiple times, and everyone's gonna hear it because I'm still lost. Um, but the fact that I have the courage, um, and I'm trying, that's a lot. I, I, I haven't applied myself, um, for a while and like taking care of myself and doing stuff for myself. I, I forgot about that. So I think the most, the thing that I love most about myself is that I'm putting myself first now in multiple situations that I wasn't before. And I think as moms, we forget to put ourselves first, you know, like we forget to, all right, I need to do this for me. Like my my kids good, clean clothes, food, house, all that. Every, now, what do I have to do yep. for myself? You know, what do I have to do for Priscilla? What do I have to do for me? What do I have to do for Nate? You know what I mean? Like 
as a mom, you get tangled up in everything else. And then you feel bad when you think about yourself and you're doing something for yourself. I think you feel guilty, like that mom mm -hmm, guilt. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's crazy that we that 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 moms feel mom guilt for doing something for themselves. Yeah. And I feel like certain moms, like we all parent different and we all feel things and we're receptive to things differently. Mm -hmm. And with mom guilt, I feel it could be the slightest thing. And I'm like, damn. Like, I, I, was by my, I bought myself a pack of chocolate and I'm like, fuck, man, I feel bad. I gotta get her I'm something. I'm gonna eat this by myself. And I'm <laughs> I gotta get her something too. I got like, oh, All right, oh. wrong analogy or like whatever you call it. Like, fine, wrong, wrong example, but like, I'm going away in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I'm never away from my child. I don't spend nights away from her. Right. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going away for seven nights. Yeah, that's seven nights. I don't have my little human attached mm -hmm. to me where I don't like I'm going to sleep uncomfortable because I'm used to sleeping with her, you know, like, yeah. I, and I feel so guilty because I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to like, I'm not leaving her alone, obviously, like, right. My mom is going to be, you know, my mom's mm -hmm. allowed to stay with her. But it's like, damn, like, why do I feel so guilty when I know I'm with my child 24 seven yeah. provide for her? I always treat her. Yep. So it's like, damn, why do I feel guilty that I want to go on a vacation real quick for a quick week? And I do it all. I do yeah. it all for my child, especially when you do it alone. It's like, mm. as a parent, you need a break. But as a single parent, you really need those mm -hmm. Because it's just you. 24-7, it's just you. Working, being a working mom, a, a at-home mom, a active mom, a, a teaching mom. Like, yeah. you're, you're teaching her every single day new things and and you're doing stuff with her every single day to keep her occupied. Four-year-old has so much energy. They're not as independent as a, a eight-year-old, ten-year-old, and so on. They're still at that age where they're like, they want to play, they want to like yeah. do everything, and they want to like tell you and talk to you, and they want your full attention. Sometimes they'd be like, nah, nah, nah like go away. I don't want to talk to you right now, like. And that's okay. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that. Oh, okay. You wanna you wanna watch TV by yourself? Like, go ahead. Like, you wanna go to your room? Go ahead. Go to your room. You wanna be on your tablet? Cool. And leave me alone. Cool. I get to just cool. sit back and relax. Cool. I'll be here. If you need me, holla. Holla. But then like, <laughs> I feel like I. This is why I love when you mentioned us talking about this. I was so excited because, you know, sometimes not. Not all of your mom friends, the mom friends that like I do have, not all mm -hmm. of them always like I can speak to them freely like this because then they'll be, you know, they're all different. Mm -hmm. So I love that we're able to just speak freely and what you share about this because it's a relief. It is. I think I like I say, I'm a firm believer that that females, whether they're with child, without child, they need to be able to talk about things that they're keeping in that they don't feel or they feel like people are going to judge them. No, like your experiences, how you feel, how you do things, how you go about things, your, your daily life, all that th that has to connect with you. I have no right to judge. I have no right to sit here and talk bad. I have no right. None of that. I'm just, I'm here to listen and take notes. And if you need my opinion, you need advice, you got it. But there's absolutely no judgment here. Like, I don't believe Love in it. it. Love those vibes. I don't believe in it. I don't. 
because I don't want nobody looking at me when I say some crazy ass shit. Like I got some crazy ass stories, but I don't want people looking at me like, oh nah, like what? I want people to be like, wow, like she said that. That's what's up. Like I feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what the, that's what Bonchincha is, man. The place where we ain't judging. We ain't judging. I don't care if you got drunk one night and ran down Brooklyn streets and butt fucking naked. How was it? Did it feel good? Like shit. How was the breeze? <laughs> like, like I was, always, was it I'm cold? Curious. How's the breeze when you see people in movies running naked down the street? Like, does that breeze feel refreshing? <laughs> you don't know. Like, you have no idea. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So the next one was, what are you too hard on yourself for? The kind of parent that I am. Sometimes I feel like I'm an overbearing parent, like a helicopter mom. And sometimes I feel like I'm too strict of a mom. Sometimes I feel like I'm too lean. Like I'm always hard on myself about my parenting because I mm-hmm. want to be the best mother that I can be to her. Like I'm mom, I'm dad, I'm while I'm here, like I'm everything for her. So I'm so hard on myself about that. And there's times where I got to sit back and tell myself, yo, you're a fantastic mom. Like, And when I hear her say, Mommy, you my best superhero. Mm-hmm. Oh, it melts my heart. Or when she'll look at me and she'll like, you're a good mom. Like, because she randomly does that. And I'm like, oh, that shit just it's a good feeling. makes my heart feel feeling. like it's going to burst. Like, oh, it makes everything worth it. It's a reassurance. And it's good to hear from a kid because kids don't lie. Like, at that age, they tell you the truth. Look how she told you that she cut her hair. Like, yeah, ma. I was like, expecting her to lie to me, say something. Nah. She's like, yeah, I cut it. She was so poor. Nah, I cut it. And brought me the hair and the fucking scissors. I did it here. You want to see? Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. No. Um, <laughs> please, PTSD now. You got to put those scissors somewhere, girl. No scissors. Mm-hmm. And that's they weren't regular scissors. They were my kitchen shears. You know oh what the scissors God. you use for like the meat yes. and stuff. The black like, ones. I was like, mine's are like this cute lime green color. Oh, so weird. Yeah. I said, how did you even get them? She said, Mom, I took my stepping stool from the potty. <laughs> like you, fucking, no more like, stepping stool. That's it. Yo, fuck this. You reached your toilet. I'm throwing that shit out. <laughs> You're good. You're good now. We don't need this anymore. Like no. We don't so need this. what do so what do you feel you're you're hard on yourself about? Um, I think I'm hard on myself. See, as a parent, I think I'm hard on myself as uh, bringing like those negative traits from like my mom's parenting to pa- the parenting that I am with my son. Um, I'm hard on myself because of that um because I don't agree with how my mother really raised me um and as a parent I see that now sometimes I see those those bad traits come out and I feel like I'm hard on myself because I feel I shouldn't be like that on my son like if I didn't want it to be done to me why the fuck am I doing this to my son oh see you know yeah. So I feel like that's where I find myself hard on myself as a parent, as an individual, as a mother, even deeper than a mother. I, I'm hard on myself 
um, with like my self-esteem. Um, I feel like that's a big thing that I struggle with and I'm hard on myself dealing with it and, and, and keeping positive about it. And, um, a lot of things that's where that, that, that growth that I was talking about is coming from, you know, trying to grow out of that. Um, but yeah, I think those are the two hardest things that I am on myself is, is not trying to be like my mother as a parent now and not put myself down about the way I look or don't let that base myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. It's hard out here. It's hard out here. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's judging you. Everybody's, you have to look a certain way. You have to be a certain way. Like, uh, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sometimes I just want to be lazy. Sometimes I just want to be this. Sometimes I just want to be with my sweats, my sweats, right. my sneakers, a t-shirt. Like, I don't want to have to feel like I got to throw some lashes and, like, just throw, do my <laughs> hair. Like, sometimes I just want to be ugly in peace. Right. Like, let, me, let, me, let me just... Let me live, man. Just let me live. <laughs> uh, Drake said, I'll be good with my hair tied up and some sweatpants on, so why? Can't that, why can't... Why can't that be a daily thing? That's when you're the prettiest. Like, come on. Come on. But... <laughs> So the next thing was, what is something you wish to change about yourself? Mm. One thing that you would change about yourself. Well, other than getting this body done, because that's in progress. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Facts. Other than the, other than the cirugia. Mm. No, um, one thing I can change about, I wish I could change about myself, the way I think about myself. Mm. Mm. The way I think about myself. Because it's like, I'm my hardest, like, I I critique myself the hardest. Yes. And it's like, I wish that I can think nicer about myself, if that makes sense. Like, when I'm like, oh, that voice inside, that voice inside is a bitch. Yeah. Oh. I wish the voice inside was just... Facts. I wish she was a little nicer. That is the one that's like, that voice makes you overthink. And it, like, gets you, like, up there. Like, oh, is that person thinking of me like this? Is this person thinking like this? Is this? Is that? Why am I feeling like this? Yo, that voice kills me. Every time. <laughs> I don't want to have to second guess myself. Like, no. if I th- like, fuck. No, no. I think something I wish I could change about myself. Um, I think it would be that I care about I'm starting to realize I don't want to realize it and I don't want to admit it but little by little I'm starting to feel like I care too much about what other people think about me and I feel like that should not fucking matter (laughs) like at all Um, because I know I'm a good person I know that I have a good heart and I'm not nasty or bad, but for some reason, I think about what people think about me way too much. So I think that's one thing I would change about me right now is to really not give a fuck. <laughs> like, at all. That's something that... Fuck it. Que se joda. 
That's what it is. Que se joda. Like, everybody. Like, I hate when girls, you niggas, everybody in general, they're like, I don't care. I don't care. And you know, like, a part of you, a part of you does care. Yeah. Yeah. I go outside. Like, it's okay. You don't got to admit it, mama. I'll admit it for you. I'll admit it for all of us. We Mm -hmm. all give, we all, some part at one point or another, when we're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, at one point in time, we gave a fuck. You really do. Somewhere, somewhere deep down inside, you definitely give a fuck. Like, I'm with Sean. That was sassy. I think it's human. I think that everybody looks at someone and and automatically thinks something. So, of course, you're going to think that if someone else is looking at you, especially in New York, when somebody's looking at you, you like, you have two seconds. In New York, you have two (laughs) seconds to look at someone. And if you meet eye contact, either say something or look away. Or look away. That is the language in New York. If you look at somebody for longer than two seconds, it's either you want problems. You want to holler. You want to holler. Or there's something wrong with your eyes. Like, if we meet eye contact, and that's, like, a given in New York, you meet eye contact with someone, you got two seconds to look away. Matter of fact, you got one. The minute our eyes meet, you should look away. Mm-hmm. If not, if you're not going to say something, no. And even a smile, or even a smirk, you know? Like, yeah, all right, we, we, mistakenly, we mistakenly connected eyes, you know? So, all right, you know, smile. The chunky you know smile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a little... Know. A little fake smile, you know, like. Mm. Now, if you don't smile back, then you won't get the nasty eyes. Got out, bitch. <laughs> okay, so now let's get into it. I was a single mom at one point, and I know what it was at that time, and it was difficult. But what are some challenges you have as a single mom dating now? Dating, yeah, or just as a single mom in general, what challenges uh, as a single mom in general? Because the whole dating thing is still like touchy. Mm-hmm. So, as a mom, the hardest thing is one, it used to be for a while, for <laughs> up until recently, was accepting the fact, like, okay. I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, it's not going to go back to, to the way it was. It's not going to change. Like I'm a single mom. Yeah. Like, and then it was accepting how I, how am I going to do it? Yeah. Like it's by far the hardest thing, but again, it pays off. Worth it. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so like, it makes me proud of myself. Like she's healthy, happy to make my, as long as our children are healthy, happy, taken care of, provided for, and you see them and, they're like when you catch them in a moment where they're laughing or they're mm-hmm. playing and, or like when they're sleeping at night and you tuck them in and they just look so peaceful it's like yo I did it I'm yeah. doing it yeah yep one like it's just day at a time when you see that at the end of the day you're like alright I did it I got through the day my child got through the day my child is well taken care yeah. of they didn't go hungry. They didn't go thirsty. They didn't they, go cold. You know, like their ass is clean. Their they got a good education. Clean, their clothes is clean. Hot water, electricity. Yeah, like, coming home to a clean like, house and rooms and absolutely. It, 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 I, I get it. I definitely get it. I, at the end of the day, it's, it's 
all the craziness that could happen in a day at that moment is just like, damn, no matter what obstacles came towards me today, I went through it and I did it and we're good. Because in this world, it's like <laughs> the, the the best thing right now is to just make sure you are good. Yep. Like that's the one thing people want. Just I just want to be good. I just want to be good. So speaking speaking of day to day with your child, mm-hmm. what's what's your favorite thing to do with your son? Like at the moment, what's your favorite thing that you and him do together? Right now, his thing is Fortnite. He loves Fortnite. Um, and it brings out his like uh creative side. Because in Fortnite, you can, like, you know, do certain things with characters, everything. And um, he loves when I play. He loves when I play with him. He um, loves to draw. So I like that. A lot of creative things, I think, that we connect with a lot. Um, Because, you know, kids right now, they're into, like, YouTube and shit like that. And some things on YouTube are so stupid. I don't know what you're watching, like. And I'm like, yo, it's not even English or Spanish. But I'm just like, I just, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. Switch it I'll up. draw with you. You want to draw? I'll draw. And now he's, like, learning to read better. So now he wants to, like, read to me and stuff. So, like, I try to incorporate a lot of things that I didn't have from my mother when I was growing up. Um, I recently just realized that I don't remember, I don't have a memory of my mother taking me to the park. Like, at all. And that's sad. And I never want my son to ne- to be like, oh, my mom never took me to the park. Like, I don't want him to have a feeling. So that's another thing that we connect. When I take him to the park, he's just happy. And we'll, like, kick a ball or the swing and stuff like that. So definitely active stuff is what we connect on the best. He's a boy. You have to. <laughs> You can go out and play basketball with him and mm-hmm. like shoot a ball, handball. Yep. I'm cool with that. I love to paint with Azmi, like do arts and crafts. Mm. That's, my, that's my current favorite thing. I guess it's always been because I've always done stuff for her like that. Like we have a whole big bin in our closet in mm-hmm. one of our closets and filled with a bunch of art supplies and I love it. Yes. You like they get, like you said, they get creative. And even though it's a mess, like, it's messy, but it's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have secret little paint fights with her. Like, we'll be there, we'll paint, and I'll just, like, squirt paint at uh-huh, her. You know, uh-huh. like, just to make it fun for her. Yeah. Yep. It's all about the experience. It's all about the memory that they're, that they're getting from it, you know? It's that. It, and then that, that can turn into a tradition. You and her could be painting for years. And that's where she'll probably open up to you and talk to you and like you know what I mean? Like y'all can have girl a, time and a paint and sip. She can right. have grape juice and I can have wine. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> Mommy and daughter paint sip. I think that is a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Cause that is a really I feel like when they when you're painting and stuff, I feel like they'll start talking, you know, like Oh, so what you doing? And then they'll be di- kids don't shut up. Kids do no, not shut up. Don't. Especially when they're in the why. Uh, uh-huh, why uh-huh. But why? why? But why? Okay, but why? Why? <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> just no, that's it. 
That's so because this funny. is this how our parents felt when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, why you have to say why so many times? But oh, why? Because I said so. That's why. That's but why, mommy? <laughs> I'm like Jesus. I... Oh man. But okay, so I read something online where it was like something about moms and dads. Uh, when moms date and when dads date. Do you feel dating as a mother is the same as dating as a father? No. <laughs> no, hold up. No, because, like, you're, you're bringing up some, like, some feelings that, like, haven't, like, haven't been resolved <laughs> and issues that are, like, currently, like, no, it's not the fucking same. It's not. And I'm about to rant real quick. Like, you do, it's not the fucking same. First I... of all, niggas will bring their kid, and I don't give a fuck. Every guy's going to say no, no. Mm. 98% of y'all niggas will bring your kid around any bitch you're dealing with. Yes. With no regard for your, like, no regard no for consideration. your child, No respect, no consideration. Yo. And yeah, for your child's mother too. Yeah. And it's kind of different because, and I'm not going to say all women, because you have some bitches that just bring their kid around anybody. Mm-hmm. But then you have mothers who, you know, like, they're mindful of who they're dating. Like, they're, or they're, they're, they're hesitant to date and yes. get into something because, I got like we I was speaking about I don't know if it was you or someone else, but dating as a single parent is one of the biggest things that I was that I was worried about, that mm-hmm. I was that I'm uncomfortable about and unsure about. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I, I want to do, but something that I want to do, especially coming out of a marriage for and it's like it's something that it's unfamiliar, especially when you've you've been with somebody for so long. Yes. And now when you have a child, it's like to meet someone. It's like, if I'm going to meet you and I have interest in building something with you and it somehow is, it leads somewhere, I have a child. I'm a package deal. I don't want to just bring anyone around my child. What if you don't like kids? What if my child don't like you? Like, you know, right. like, like, oh, that's so, it's unfamiliar well, territory. Well, see, that's a, that's, that's a good thing that you said that because I'm going to get back to this because I have something to say about the dating as a mother and being as a father, but you said, what if the guy doesn't like kids? What if the guy doesn't? So when you are looking or when you are, or when a man approaches you or wants to talk to you, what's the first thing that you look for in that guy? Obviously, acceptance of kids, obviously. Well, what's another thing for, for you, have you to, to be, take that step? You have to be intelligent. Mm. And trustworthy, and I have to feel safe in your energy and in your presence. Yes. Like, I want you to be calming, because I've dealt with the rah-rah for so mm-hmm. long, and I feel like I still have so much rah-rah in me. I can't have that in a partner. Yeah. I want someone who's rational and calm, level-headed. I want someone with a humor and someone who's intelligent that I can hold the conversation with about something other than was good, which yeah. was good. Yeah. When, you know, like, I just want something different. Yeah. Something with chemistry. Something with that connection. Mm, and if you More look good, than, All right. You, know, you got to look good. You got to look good, too. You know, you got to have a little something just, going you gotta on. Be sign, you got to be something good to look at. I got to want to look at you, like. You got to be cute to the eye, at least. Like, I like taking pictures. <laughs> I like a, a, sight for, a good sight for sore eyes. Right, like. You know, you gotta keep my attention. Boo like, can't be looking ugly in the face. No, like, what is? You gotta, gotta, you gotta have a little sun, sun going on. Just a little. I mean, you know. But 
I, with the mother and father thing, I definitely feel like it's different because I just feel in general, the world looks as mothers and mothers differently than fathers. Regardless if the father is a single father, regardless if the father has the custody of the kid or not, or whatever case may be, mothers always are looked down upon for whatever they're doing as a single parent. But when a guy does it, it's a praise. Oh, word, you did that. Like, oh, I. Right. But when a girl, a, a woman does that, and they're a mother, oh, why are you going to be doing You're a mom. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not. What? It's a double standard. What? I'm not supposed to do that because I'm a mother? You're a father. <laughs> and it's okay for you to do that? Oh, because you're a man. That's why. Oh, all right. It's not cool. I, I, the world does not look at women the same as men. Nope. All and these years later. Still, still. All these years, still. A, a mother could be having a job, could be keeping the hot water on and the food on the table, and a guy still live with his mother. Don't do shit. Probably work, don't pay no child support, no nothing, doing whatever the fuck he want to do. Nah. Or working okay. off the books so he don't oh, have to pay child support. God. Working off the books so he don't got to pay child support. Bro. I think that was my dad. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I swear. I swear. But whatever. I don't know. I just feel that's how I think that that's something we really need to push. Mothers can do whatever the fuck we want to do because fathers can do whatever the fuck they want to do yeah. and get no backlash for it. I mean, of course they get called a deadbeat, but I mean, guys don't even care about that word anymore. They don't. Guys don't give a fuck about that word anymore. It's, not, it's nothing to them. Call someone a deadbeat, they're just, I don't know. It's not the not same. Even it that. Niggas, will, niggas will talk shit. Okay. Priscilla, I'm telling you, you're bringing up some shit. Cool. It's like, yo, like, <laughs> like, hold up. I'm sorry. I already had this plan. I, I already had this plan. As a mother with your daddy, like, hold up. How are you going to try to say anything about me? Meanwhile, you fucking with a baby. You you fucking with somebody's baby mother. To yeah, somebody's, somebody's baby's mother real quick. You fucking with somebody like that that's throwing themselves out there, that's bringing you around their kid for out of fucking nowhere that took them 2.5 seconds playing house at home with them. But you want to say something yeah. because you, your, baby, your BM wants to be out and meet somebody and get the fuck out of here. Let me tell yeah. you something. Your child's mother, because that's what it is. There's some baby mamas out there, but when you're like that, your child's mother yeah. is doing everything for your child, making sure they're good, holding them down while you're living your life. Mind your fucking business. Keep living your life and let your baby right. mother live her life and enjoy you to the fullest. Right. Because she's making sure your child is good while you're doing what? All the fuck all. I just don't understand. If you're, if Ooh, there's no title, if there's no title, if there's nothing between it, y'all, and you doing everything for your child, the person that's not doing shit should not have shit to say. They should not have a say. They should not have an opinion. Nope. They should not have an argument. They should not have shit. You they should be sitting back and saying, thank you for taking care of our daughter. Thank you for being the woman that you are because I am the man that I'm, I can't be. I'm not going to be. 
And when and when a father starts to realize that, it's too late. Yeah. It's too late. It's too late. These are the crit- the most critical times in a child's life is yeah. at a toddler age. And they miss out. Oh, Priscilla, you, you're, you're hitting a fucking nerve. Go ahead. I'm Keep sorry. preaching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just true. It's the you're missing out. You're missing out on 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 a wonderful creation. For what? For your own selfish needs. And that's where selfish tendencies come. People think about themselves. People want to do themselves. It's, it, it, you're not ready to be a parent. And, and that's when the good things that come towards motherhood is that us mothers, when we have a baby, not all mothers, because some, some aren't that good, mm-hmm. but most females that, that become a mother, that's when... That's when that mother mentality comes in. That's when that maturity comes in. That's when, all right, I need to do shit for my kid now. What do I need to do for my kid? It's not anybody else but my kid. What am I doing? I'm hustling. I'm busting my ass. I'm working. I'm doing this. Why? Because I want to do this for my kid. I want my kid to have a better life. That's the mentality that a female usually gets when they have a baby. Absolutely. Guys do not. They don't change once that baby comes out. Some do. And that's great. I applaud those. I won't, I'm not going to leave those men out. God bless them. That change when they have a child. You're doing the right thing. You're changing because you just made a human being and now you got to take care of that kid. And you got to do whatever you can, just like the mother. But then there's some that take that shit and want to drag that shit. Like, oh, no, I'm not taking care of that kid. Like, nah, like, no, no. There's there's men out there that take care of kids that's not even their kids. Like, let stand back, nigga. You're not gonna do it unless somebody else do it. Let me find somebody else that's gonna do it. Don't worry. Your kid is good, bruh. Just know, just know that we need somebody in our lives. We need a good man. Not saying that you need. Let me rephrase that. It's not that you need, but it's a it is a nice want. Yeah. Especially when your child is is asking, you know, when your child starts noticing that there's not a male figure around or or somebody there like oh, everybody else, so you know, like mommy, you why doesn't find somebody? Right, you want somebody, you want to find somebody, but you're not gonna find nobody if the other person is giving you shit for it. Like there's there's no way you can move forward as a mother, a single mother. If the other person is not letting go, I had that problem. My baby father was not letting go at the time. Like he was still attached. I was not. I was. I. I. I accepted that we were toxic for each other. I accepted that we were just not good in a relationship. At that point, he did not understand that, and it made it very hard to co-parent because I was doing my thing, and he didn't want me to be doing my thing. But we're single. I'm not with you. And your kid is good. I got an apartment. I got a job. I got him into a good school. You know, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? You get him every weekend. What are you worried about? You know, like, so I, it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. I, that's a lot. That's, that's a, that's a hard conversation because though the men that become fathers and don't be a father are just wasteful like 
why wouldn't you want to be there for your kid? The kid didn't ask to be here. Mm. <laughs> and the worst part is when you plan to have a child uh, and then you want, and, and not even that, when you have a child and you don't do anything to help them or raise mm-hmm. them, but you're with someone who has children and you want to step up to help with those children. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's like sticky. you're a homie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking like, cause you have those, you have those. But when you pick a partner, right? When you pick somebody that you're going to be with or that you want to be with, as the female in that situation and a mother, wouldn't you want to, to encourage the person that you're with to be a better parent to their kid? Like, yo, like, why you would think so, right? But that's what I'm saying. It, 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 that's the difference between certain, certain people, certain parents. It's like they don't see it like that. I'm sorry, but if I was with somebody and they had kids, I mean, my man has kids, but he takes care of his kids every yeah. fucking day of his life. You know, great father, always been there. But there's fathers out there that are not like that. And I feel like when a woman is with a man and if the man has kids and he ain't taking care of those kids, it is my duty as the woman by your side to be like, dude, you need to take care of your shit. Like, it's not even about me and you. It's about you and your child. If you need help, if you need pointers, if you need advice, if you need opinion, I got you. That's where the support system comes. That's when guys just jump into a girl because they look good or they got a fat ass or they got like boobs. But some people don't see it like deeper than that. Their morals, their respect, their what they believe in, you know? Yeah. Then you start to see like, I don't want this person around my child. No. Like, they don't even think about my kid. They don't ask about my kid. They don't even tell me to, they don't push me. They don't, they don't make me better. They're making me worse. Like, they don't give, they don't give a shit. If why you would, give a shit about your kid. No. Why, why, why would you be some with somebody that doesn't push you? That doesn't push you to make you better, to help you be a better person? Preach. Why? Then why be with somebody? It's, it, it's just, it's. It's the world we live in. This is the world we live in. Girl, you're in the spot. It's just the world that we live in. I don't. I. I. I really don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't. But we're gonna get into a little bit more. Um. Now I know I deal with self-esteem issues. I don't know if that's a problem you have. Anybody anybody else is listening that has self-esteem issues, but what is it like trying to date while dealing with your own self-esteem issues? It's back and forth. Yeah. It's back and forth. Because my my self-esteem is really not so much my self-esteem more as like body image. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've had, I had the surgery, you know, I used to be, mm-hmm. I, was, I was huge. And I did the gastric bypass in 2014. And it's just after the surgery, you know, you get like, you have, you have skin, excess skin. And, mm-hmm. it's, like, and it's like, you know, you have like your chichos and your back mm-hmm. rolls. So it's like, damn, you know, like, if, if yeah. 
I have to like work on my myself loving loving my image and it's like being having to be comfortable with the person. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be comfortable with my complejos. Yeah. And then be comfortable with somebody being comfortable with my complejos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's hard, bro. It's so hard. I I'm in a relationship and it's still hard. I, he tells me I'm beautiful. He tells me I'm sexy. He tells me all this. And I love hearing it. Don't get me wrong. I love that feeling that I get from hearing it. But then there's another part of me that doesn't believe it. And what part is that? That's the low self-esteem part. The low self-esteem part is stopping me from believing. I'm like, mm, is he just saying it? I know he's not just saying it. You know what I mean? But that over that that little voice that we were talking about before that's in there, that's the one that's like, bitch, you know you ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bitch, you know you don't look good right now. You know you a hot mess. Like, what is he looking at? That's how I feel sometimes. So dealing with my self-esteem issues while being in, in a relationship, it's a challenge, but it's a challenge I'm willing to overcome because in the, in the long run that just means my relationship will be better and my issue with myself and the way I look and the way I feel about that would be better too yeah so it's a lot self, low self esteem it just it makes you just become very negative um, makes you think negative. It makes you feel negative. It makes it gives you that bad aura, you know. Um, but we're trying to overcome all that. 2022, we're trying to overcome that. Chichos and all. Yes, embracing it. Everything, everything, everything. Um, but the next question that I had was. Um, when do you feel introducing a man you're seeing to your kids? Like, when do you see yourself? How long? Um, after? I don't know. That's tough. Because. What would be ideal for you in a comfortable feeling? Like. Maybe if you're dating someone for maybe about like three months, three mm-hmm. to six months, anywhere between there. Like when you have a feel for it, when you know it's yeah. gonna go somewhere, when it's not, you know, like if it's just a fuck around, if it's just a fling, no, you're never meeting my kid. Right. It's my, never. My sneaky link, like no, but if I'm dating you and I see potential for us to go somewhere, maybe like four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like four months. No, Ideal. I feel like that's ideal. I feel like that's smart. I feel like that's respectful to not only yourself but your child. But to your child. Yeah. You don't want to just go introducing, exposing your child to just anyone. Right. Like I when I was dating, when I was single, I I introduced my son to one other person besides the person that I'm with right now. And how I introduced him was uh, like a group of friends, like mixed with girls and guys. Um, kind of just tried to see, you know, how he was, how he was going to be, but not to give him the pressure of just that one person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was everybody there. Everybody was interacting. Everybody was talking. Everybody was chill. you know? So, 
um, I feel like that was my first step into Cena. I think we were like talking for like two, three months. But I never introduced him alone or introduced him like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Like, you know, it's always friend. Like, this no, is it's always friend. friend. It's but... always friend. Always friend. It, it takes it that that's a sensitive. I think I also took that very serious because my parents, more my dad, my dad was the man whore. So, like, when he was talking to somebody, he was. Oh, my dad traumatized me. God, like, seriously. My dad was mommy, who I consider my stepmom because she was with him the longest. And he was introducing me to other bitches. And, bro, growing up, I'm like, yo, I never want a man like my father. I never want a man like my father. I never want a man like my father. My father is a man whore. Like... He would be hollering at people while I'm in the car. I would never, ever allow that shit. Like, I would never want that shit from... No, are you kidding me? So that traumatized me from from being a kid and having to, like, notice, like, all right, well, why is dad bringing all these girls around me? Like, isn't he with this girl? Like, Why? And then they would try to, like, bribe me and give me, like, shit. And, like, I'm a kid, bro. Like, of course I'm going to take it. There's one girl, she got me my first Juicy Couture purse. Of course I'm going to take it. Yeah. Of course I'm going to take it. It's a, pink juicy, it's a pink Juicy Couture bag. And I was, like, 10. You're those were popping me, at the time. Oh, you telling me? If you had one of those, you were in it, girl. I was like, man, I'm about to be popular. Like... I'm about to bring all my snacks up in this bag, like, but uh, you can't, like, I, I, I never would want, wanted that, and I would never have went that way, you know, introducing my child to a person that I was talking to or dating or whatever the case may be. No morals. (laughs) He had absolutely no morals. But that's, that was that generation. I have a question. Yes. Because I don't know how many you have or for closing out, but I have a question. So what is something, because I was I always ask myself this, and I was really going back and forth with myself with this about this today. Mm-hmm. What is something you feel that you can do better as a parent or something that you want to work on to be better on as a parent? Because as parents, we're always trying to improve. But about something, even if it's just like in the moment, something that you're like, all right, I want to I wanna work on this or I want to be more of. So in episode five, I said something similar. Um, it was more of a quality, a personal quality. But I feel like this goes for um, parenting as well. Um, patience. Um, I have a really bad time with patience. I don't have none. So when I get angry, when someone's not listening to me, when I am repeating myself, when I'm trying to be nice and nobody, I, I you got one try. <laughs> I don't got the patience for one, two, three, and then that's it. Like it's one and done. You don't listen to me. I'm nice to you. Then you know what? My patience is gone. I'm completely over it. Give me whatever you're playing with sit your ass down (laughs) and chill 
time out. Like, chill. Just chill. I don't care if you got to twinkle your toes and fiddle your fingers. I don't care. Chill. Um, I think that's a big thing, patience. But I also feel um, my potty mouth. I have a horrible potty mouth. Oh, when I get sweet. angry, I have a horrible potty mouth. Um, and I don't, I, I realize like at the end, I'm like, damn, like, I could have not said that. Even though I did, I said it in the moment because I was angry or upset or frustrated, but I couldn't have, I could have done not saying that, like, you know, so I have a bad partner. I've had a lot of, I, I, my grandma always said, you know, you have my heart, but you got your father's mouth. And my father's mouth is just like that, potty mouth. Mm, yeah, so, mouth. you know, I got that sailor's mouth. That's unfortunate. But I feel like I could go without cursing as much as I do. Um, Respect. Just, you know, I, I, that's where I feel the guilt. When I get angry, and I know it's not just them that's getting me angry, but, like, myself and what I'm going through mentally and physically, that's why I... I preach that it's so important for moms to take those couple of hours or something do something for themselves do something beneficial to themselves that's going to make them feel just the less just less stress um because when you're stressed out when you're upset at something in your own personal life when you parent sometimes that comes off in the wrong way when i'm upset at something when i'm stressed at something that has nothing to do with my kids and then they do something that they're not supposed to, that frustration that I was building inside comes right out. That's what leads me to how I feel, yeah. And that's what makes me feel like I want to be more of a gentle parent. Right. But it's like these kids is mad smart, bro. Like, kids are smart as shit. They know how because, to press the buttons. Oh, they the know. young ones, the old ones, like... They know. they know. They know. They know. They know. They know, but I don't know. I don't know. Mommy's coming. Sorry. (laughs) And there you go. See, perfect example. Perfect example. (laughs) Um, but one more question before we leave. I just want to end it with uh, uh, a little bit back. Um, what is one thing that you took from your parents' parenting that you do now as a parent? It could be a positive thing, it could be a negative thing, it could be whatever. But what's one thing that you took from like your mom and dad's parenting towards you as a child that you do as a parent now to your child? Uh, I would say I'm I'm active with her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always doing little things with her. Like whether it's a zoo, uh, an aquarium, whether like just or an activity at home or going for like I'm always I'm active with them. Mm-hmm. Like she'll always have those memories because I have those memories. You know, like even before my parents separated, that's when mm-hmm. I have the memories of them. Yeah. So I always try to do things with her. I think the one thing that I would take from my parents, I'm trying to think of something positive because they. <laughs> they put me throughout but the one thing I think I would say that I use as a parent now um is music dancing singing um that's something that I have a connection with my fam, my parents I I got two different 
uh, genres of music from both sides. Um, and I feel like that's the best way that we connect when the music comes on and like we start dancing and like talking and like bringing up memories and stuff. Um, my son loves to dance. My son loves to sing. He loves to, to show, put on a show for you. Um, so I think that's one thing. Music is very important. Music is, is very important to our family. Um, I think that's the way that we connect. So I think that's the best thing that I got from my parents. <laughs> you communicate through the music. Right. Music is, it, it helps a lot for a lot of different things. But we're going to get into that. That's going to come up in our, we're going to do a music game. It's going to be fun. Oh. Oh, I just spilled a little some. Oh, shh. All right. It's all right. You're spilling tea. (laughs) You already know. But I want to give a huge thank you to Nay for coming back on Bonchincha and getting into the nitty gritty. Um, great to it, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I love Bonchincha. Yeah. Yes, and Bochinche family, thank you for tuning in. Yes, thank you. I love it. I cannot um, wait, and I look forward to it. Yeah, again. she'll be I back. She'll be back. She's coming back. She coming back. I love it. She coming back. All right, guys. See you later. Have a good night. Have a good day when you listen to this. Enjoy it. Yes. Bye. Bye.